It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Eric here to tell you about a special promotion my charity, Comicare, is running. We are up for a challenge, and we need your support. At Comicare, we spend all year traveling to hospitals and collecting smiles from children and their families and leave comic books behind to keep the smiles going. Well, now we want to see your smiles, and we want to post them on our pages, too. This July 20th through 23rd, we will bring Arizona Tony Stark to the San Diego International Comic Con and take on one of our biggest challenges yet. We will have four days to collect as many pictures as we can of smiling supporters with Tony. How many can we collect? 100? 300? 500? We'll run for the 1,000 mark, but you never know. Will you pledge a couple of pennies for each photo we collect? Just think, if you pledge just two cents per picture and we collect 100 photos, your donation will be $2. If we collect 1,000, $20. Either way, a small price to pay to be part of our continuing mission. We appreciate all your support in the past and we know you will enjoy being a part of this adventure. So please visit comicare.org slash 1000 smiles. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-R-E dot org slash 1000 smiles. Visit our page, click that pledge button, and throw us a couple of cents per smile. You're free to put a cap on your donation so it doesn't get out of hand just in case Tony gets crazy and gets 10,000 smiles. You don't have to worry about getting nuts. Just visit our page at comicare.org slash 1000 smiles and make your pledge today. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we are back. I know this is going to be, it's going, you'll be hearing it today if you download it now, but you'll probably be hearing it Friday uh, due to the fact that uh, we saw Alien Covenant, which we will review, so I'll be at the end of the show as usual. Um, so And it will be spoilers, which I'll throw in the notes and everything like that, and we'll also give you a huge spoiler warning before we dive into it and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, so we left that la- late last night. I want to give a shout out to Sarah and Matthew for uh, the Geeks Who Eat. They had a contest going. I went ahead and entered and won. So people, you can, you can uh, win stuff if you just enter it. And then there was also uh, our, my friend Annabelle and her husband Alan uh, were also at the uh, premiere as well, so we got to chat with them for a little bit. And then we uh, went on our merry way, but I came home, we ate, and then I was just like, I'm fucking exhausted. So <laughs> it was one of those kind of things. But yeah, um, I'm, uh, but of course, uh, you can find us on 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Toast, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And, of course, we're brought to you by Amazon.com. You don't go to Amazon. You go to the Sasquatch.net. Click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. Now, with all that out of its way and everything like that, Anna, we'll catch up on our, our weeks. And uh, then we'll dive into a little bit of the uh, the show notes we do have. And then, uh, excuse me, and then uh, um, the, movie the movie. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, well, I really haven't done much this week, just work. It hasn't been too bad. 
Um, I have a mother-daughter tea coming up on Saturday. Oh, that's right, kids. If it, if it's Mother's Day and you're listening to this, then you're a bad child. Um, <laughs> but if it's before Mother's Day and you're listening to this, don't forget, yes, Mother's Day is this Sunday. Um, actually, Matthew will be celebrating his first Mother's Day with his oh. wife. Uh, Matthew from um, Socially Awkward. Uh, yeah, him and uh, oh, him and his wife had uh, had their little baby. And so, yeah, so Matthew gets to do that for, I shouldn't say the first time, because, of course, he celebrated Mother's Day with his own mother, but this is, like, his <laughs> wife's, I guess, first Mother's Day, I should say. So, uh, interesting, interesting stuff. But, yeah, so, a tea with the tea with the mom. Yeah, tea with the mother, and um, other than that, I can't really think of anything exciting happening. We will probably go to Outback, because that's what we usually do on Mother's Day on Sunday. Um, after church, but yeah, other than that, go to Outback or I'll fuck your mother. Wait, what? <laughs> I always wish that Aussie guy would do that during like his takes, where he's all like, Outback, we'll fuck you up. No, no, that's not <laughs> what. All right. Nope, nope, cut. All right, see so yes. So you want some great, great steaks, and you want some nice. And I went to British. Um, <laughs> nice, nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, over the top meals. Well, come to Outback. And we'll fuck your granddaughters. Wait, what? No, you you can't use that. Why not? It's not. It's not. I mean, remember, remember you call that a beer. This is a beer. Like I'm trying to do something like that. Like yeah, but you can't swear, and no one should be trying to fuck anybody's granddaughters. Okay? What the hell's wrong with you? A lot of things. All right, I'm still doing epic commercials. He's like, I, I'm from Australia. I come I, from a long line of criminals. There's, yeah, there's a problem there. Ain't no Hugh Jackman. I got to do everything on the radio and voiceover. I can't just go out there and be like, oh, I'm Wolverine. We're all not that handsome. We're all not that good looking. Some of us have a face that looks like it was hit by another Australian's prison boat on the way over, all right? It's not pretty. Like, Hugh Jackman got lucky, all right? He was one of those guys that I think he was in a fist fight, and someone punched him so hard, and then he became all fucking like, look at me, I'm gorgeous, kind of thing. And we're like, get out of Australia! You gotta get to Hollywood and do something with your fucking... Become a superhero or something. I said that, so if it ever comes back that where he got his inspiration, it was the one Australian who... Who's ugly? Who had a? Sh- I was like, yeah, oh, I'll be a superhero, you know, for 17 years. I even predicted that. All right, I'm throwing that out there for you. This is really, this really right here. What's happening right now should probably be happening on socially awkward because it works out a lot better there. But that's right. So probably. not Australians. <laughs> what I was getting to. Yes. Not all Australians are good looking. Yes. That, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, not all Hugh Jackmans. Yeah. That was a long that was a long rant from an Australian. I've never done an Australian for that long. <laughs> and that goes well, two ways. Um Well damn. Um they really don't last long in bed then, don't do they? Or have you just I've never just done never said oh, okay. that's an Australian. That's that's what I was morally getting at, just like Okay. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> I, I mean, I could have fucked an Australian chick, but she didn't have an accent. To me, she's they gotta have the accent if you're gonna yeah if, if you're gonna yeah. go for it. Like if she was like, I was born in Australia. I don't know why I just gave her the accent when I said that if they didn't have an accent. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I was born in Australia. Like, and you're like, when? shut up and get out, bitch. And you're like, okay, and you see the person to be. It's like you lived there for a year. Yeah, I didn't pick up on their accent. It's like you're from uh. you're from you're from Seattle. Why are you talking like this? I don't know. And I think that's just how all girls talk in your head. We're all just like, I got. You know, and this is the funny part. Uh, when I when I mention that, because I do have a certain voice for certain people, like my mother and older like women, I have a voice. <laughs> they all sound like they're from New York. Yes. Yeah, and then I have the uh, you know what all fathers sound like and stuff. 
so yeah, to me, all women, I'm not saying they're all blonde bimbos. It's just honestly just a lot more fun to talk like that. <laughs> it's the only way you could feel like you could talk. Because like a dude, like a dude version of that is just like, whoa, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. man. Like we're so like, so like Ted and I were going to go rollerblading. <laughs> and then like Ted totally forgot. Like, so all guys are stoners. All girls no, no, are blonde that's just, bimbos. Well, no, oh. like I'm saying, like to talk like that, like uh, like if you're gonna talk like a guy, like most guys always sound like have a nerd voice to me. They're like, eh, you know? yeah, that's true. Uh, but I'm just saying, like to me, it just it's just a lot more, a lot <laughs> more fun more to talk like yeah. like. Oh my god, because they're so upbeat, they're so excited, everything's great. Um, even though they're talking about terrible things, they still yeah, sound happy. They sound so happy. Cool. They're like, oh my god, I'm so grounded from last night. That party. <laughs> Unless they're you know from the south and they're like, oh. Oh, and you know, Jeannie, bless her heart, she is so stupid. You're just like, yeah, wow, so you're a raging it, bitch, aren't it, you? But your accent saves it. It's just, yeah, it's just more, a lot more fun to talk <laughs> like that. So, like I said, it's it's nothing like I'm trying to say all women are like dumb blondes or anything like that. It's just I'm saying like I that's just a fun way to talk when you're when you're impersonating a female. So uh, if you guys do take offense to that, I apologize. No, I don't apologize. Well, it's no, it wasn't right. meant for that. And then also I'm like, but if you've lasted this long through all my episodes, and I'm talking about all episodes, not just on this podcast, then you kind of knew what you were getting yourself into. Um, true. But yeah, so okay, so Mother's Day for you, and that's pretty much your big thing. Yep. That's uh, all I got. I am busy. Uh, this is also going to be. I apologize. This will be also be on uh, socially awkward as well. This whole rant. Well, not rant, but um, the Australian one you can only get here. Um, <laughs> only here. Only here. Here at the outback, where we fuck everything that moves and puts the it on the plate. What? Um, no, but uh, Saturday I'm going to go see Kevin Smith, an evening with Kevin Smith and my brother. Uh, that's going to be very super exciting. Uh, there's a guy who was on Twitter, posted something, so I contacted him. Uh, so Longbox Cast, we're going to set up to have a comic book artist on the show, um, which will be very easy because we do all that Skyping in and stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, Sunday is Mother's Day, which is also kind of weird because my dad texts me going, what are you doing for Mother's Day? And I'm like, um, I was planning on coming over to your place uh, <laughs> unless something has happened or you're finally telling me that uh, – you guys are not my parents, and Pretty I have sure another mother somewhere. they just disowned you. They're <laughs> just like, what are you doing for Mother's Day? Because you're not coming over here. Well, that's a, I mean, I, hopefully they tell me, because then I can plan accordingly, because my, my entire weekend's busy, and not even anything fun busy. It's just, <laughs> it's just, just busy, busy. Busy, busy, because of all the grocery shopping and all that kind of fun stuff. But yeah, so uh, other than that, my week's been fine. Just normal stuff. And then, uh, yeah, so that's been about it. But uh, without further ado, we'll jump into some of these show notes before we dive into our spoiler of Alien Covenant. Uh, so this is actually kind of interesting. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be under our segment we have for this, and that's going to be our... It is time for eerie news of the week. So, eerie news of the week. So, this is actually kind of interesting. So, of course, it is May. A lot of people are going to prom. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people try to show up in interesting ways and different fashions of like, oh, look at my dress or, oh, look at this. Uh, one team decided to show up in a casket. Huh. So, it's not really eerie news, but it was just kind of strange and bizarre news that I've never seen this before. So It's creative. Um, yeah. So, the the Carefully Duo, they showed up in a Hertz, it looks like. And then they uh, the, the one girl got out of a casket and they all... Uh, did that. So I will say this, man. Hmm. That guy, if he didn't fuck that chick during prom, like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? 
Come yeah, on. she's hot. She comes, she comes out, well, I wasn't even saying that. I was oh. just saying she came out of a casket. Like It's like if a dude pulled that move, it'd be like, dude, you got to sleep with him. That's like the, the rule. When yeah. the guy does something extreme, like the girl he's with or whatnot has to sleep with him. Um, that probably just sounds really bad, too. They're like, no, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. A woman, that's, you know, it's, she has to say yes. That's that's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> Let them say yes. But this is not this is not really eerie news, but this actually kind of fits underneath your uh, creature features and stuff like that. But since Cinco de Mayo was last week, right. uh, last Friday to be exact, um, the I'm probably going to screw this name up, but the legend of the Le Ladia de la Loran. Or Lorna? La Llorona? La Llorona. That was a... That, okay, that's an L, not a... Two Ls. Uh, I thought it was part of, like, the the text on the thing. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, this was this... Uh, this story I heard, like, a while ago. Now, this actually gives you an in-depth... Is uh, basically known... It, it means the weeping woman. Mm-hmm. And, like most legends, are many different stories of that. So, the story I heard before... And I will post this on the uh, B-Hork, as if I haven't already. Okay. Um, but so people can read the actual story. But the story I was told was basically this woman... Uh, she basically fell. Um, so what ended up happening is they actually they they uh, had I think I think two kids mm-hmm. or like they had a couple of kids or one kid or something like that. But they basically had a child out of wedlock kind of thing where like he was like no 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 I can't be bothered with this yet yeah and she got so depressed that she ended up drowning her children and then drowning herself. Uh, but then the 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 story is is the woman I think they actually did a, actually it might have been the first episode of Supernatural they did this one uh, but the woman would be crying by like a river or a you know a bank or something like that and people men would hear that and they would go over to help her going when she would talk about how she couldn't find her children but then she would end up drowning them. Uh, so on and so forth, and that was that legend. So I don't know, and it's basically a story to kind of keep kids from wandering into the night and wandering into water and stuff like that kind of thing. So, uh, so I'm pretty sure this story is going to be a lot more like uh, you know better described than I did, or it could be you know the different story and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, well, I do know that the, I've heard a lot of um, a lot of stories of like different places that has like it seems like any place that there's a bridge there's a story about a weeping woman and sometimes it's children sometimes it's like a lover that died sometimes she's drowned by a lover like it always has to do with like something depressing and then she ends up luring either children or men to their deaths so but yeah i have heard um i have heard uh about the la Llorona. i heard a little about it one time but i didn't hear the full story um, and then I have heard of like a couple different places that seem to have like uh, haunted bridges and stuff. Yeah. So. so I just thought that was interesting yeah. uh, thing that they posted or whatnot. So yeah, I will post the full story on this one so you can get a better thing, but that's actually a kind of a cool legend, uh, to hear about. And then now that's pretty much it for our, uh, eerie news of the week, but we have a little bit of stories and actually uh tribute to someone, uh, that we'll get into. But uh, of course we have our horror news. It's just. So yeah, so the first story that pops up, of course, is we're going. We're we're. I have I have mixed feelings about this. Mm-hmm. So we were finally getting uh Mike uh ooh fuck Mandola Mandola Mandola. Uh, I'm trying I to remember. I can't find his. Name. Well, the the actual creator of uh oh Hellboy. Okay. Um, so it's uh, basically what's going on is that we're getting a, a Hellboy reboot announced, uh, and they're going to be having the the man who played the detective or the sheriff on Stranger Things 
David uh, Harbrew is going to be taking the place of Ron Perlman's uh, Hellboy, which is sad because like I love Del Toro, I love uh, Ron Paul, uh, Perlman, and it's just like they those were great movies, and we were hoping for that third one uh, to finish off kind of like the with the story they were starting uh, towards the end of the Golden Army. Um, but I'm like, okay, a reboot, I'm, I'm all for because I love Hellboy. It's a great character. In fact, great books, if you people haven't read them yet. Uh, I should actually probably reread the ones that I have because the artwork's just phenomenal in it. And then uh, the uh, just the stories and stuff are really good and really fun. And just that character is just, just he, he, he is what he is. Like, he has him in the movie, like, down. Like, he's just like, yeah, I'm fucking huge and i can destroy and stuff like that but i'm going to be arrogant and an asshole about everything and stuff so rated r rated r1 is actually kind of a cool move uh we can't wait to see what they do i'm very curious if they're actually going to try to uh do uh maybe closer to the to the first book because the movie the first movie is a little bit closer to that book but not by much in fact spoiler alerts if you haven't seen the movie and or read the books this is a spoiler so tune out for about five ten seconds uh, but basically, the his quote unquote father dies in like the first three pages of the book. Oh, and in the movie, happened towards like almost the end of the movie, kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, but it is just, uh, it's just a phenomenal. I'm gonna have probably rewatch those actually now. Think about it because I own both of them, and I just I was just remembering the one like uh, dust like filled like Nazi like assassin guy and stuff who had like he had like the gears he can turn and stuff like that to tune him up. He's a character in that. And I just remembered him now from like the first movie that you're like, oh yeah, there's so many cool like characters and things in that and whatnot. So yeah, I think um, I've only seen the first one once. Yeah, first one's good, and I like it too because like. Del Toro is a big guy who tries not to use as as he only uses CGI when he needs to. So he uses more practical. So he uses more practical effects, which is like so you know like there's a part in one movie where there's like this huge creature. So of course, boom, you got to use CGI and stuff. But yeah. a lot of his stuff he's using like like when you see like the golden, the golden army is my favorite just because it's like it has like the elves. It has like you get to see all these creatures, but the majority of them are just you know it's makeup. It's practical you know it's prosthetics prosthetics and, and, all like that. Kinds of, and yeah. just looks so like freaking cool and i totally forgot that seth mcfarland's in the movie uh, oh not him physically but he does the voice of one of the characters that comes in and oh, i totally cool. forgot about that because he has this good it actually that's the funny part when i heard when you hear him in this movie he literally sounds like klaus from uh, yeah. American Dad, and then that's why I thought he voiced the fish, but it's a completely other guy who voices the <laughs> fish, so it's very kind of interesting. But yeah, that was a fun one, and he actually does give a really good performance in it just for the voice thing. There's a part where like he's remembering like uh, Hellboy mentions something to him, and then he kind of goes, "Well, I did have my wife, you know, who is," and he gives like kind of like this little backstory of his thing. But you're like, "Oh man, that was like really fucking well delivered." Just and th the thing is like he's just gas. This 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 character is just gas in like this suit. Huh. Uh, that he has so it's just it's a very like interesting thing but yeah really good movie so I'm kind of I'm excited it's like I'm happy but I'm also sad because it's like okay the basically my Hellboy like this is like people like my dad going his his like Batman Adam West you know and then seeing all these new people take over the role and stuff it's kind of like this is my first of like oh I have to see someone new step take into those character. step into those shoes which is also going to happen when they do Wolverine again <clears throat> it's like I have to now accept the fact that somebody new is going and I'm sure yeah. they're going to do a great job and everything that but it's also just that like oh, it's like that it's weird a piece transition of your, it's, a, it's a piece of your childhood that's like going you know yeah. kind of thing you're like oh and I really shouldn't say childhood because like I mean X Men definitely part of my childhood Hellboy I I think when the first movie just came out part I, of your youth. 
Yeah, I guess. I was like in my 20s or something like that. But yeah, so I just wanted to touch upon that because I thought that was really cool and interesting. So well, it's like, I so like... I am happy for it, but I'm also kind of like, ugh. Well, I think that uh, David Harbour, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got a similar facial structure. Yes. And also, like, I think he can probably pull off the character, well, especially if I'll... he follows Ron Perlman's example. Well, not only, but... well, I hope he does his own thing as well, like if he follows, but I was talking about, like, I mean, look at him in Stranger Things. Yeah. How he can kind of go from rage to calm to, you know, in kind of like a, you know, almost like... He can play the gambit, yeah. He can play, yeah. So I think he's going to do well. Like that's what I'm saying. I think he's going to do great with the character. It's, again, it's just that weird transition, like, you have to have where it's like... I mean, mean, the same thing happened with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. It's like, I saw Spider-Man when I was in high school, like the movie. So Tobey Maguire was my Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Actually, I shouldn't even say that because my Spider-Man technically was like the 90s cartoon show. But, uh, but, you know, that's (laughs) the first one. Yeah, the live action ones, you're kind of like, okay. And then when they bring in a new person, you're like, oh, but now Mm -hmm. it's like... But again, it's like Andrew Garfield came in. I'm like, I enjoyed the movies. And then you see the new person come in, Tom Holland. Holland. Okay, I was going to... I was like, Holland? Is it Holland? Um he goes in as well, and then it's like he again twenty minutes of Spider Man in that probably entire movie, maybe even less. Uh, and I was like, wow, so you fucking nailed the character within fifteen to twenty minutes. All right, yeah, like I'm in, like kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, but I mean, the, the same thing happened with Tobey Maguire when he got cast. Everyone was like, what the hell? This one I just thought was interesting. So a new series is going to be coming out called Ghost Wars, okay. uh, but it's going to be starring uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know him from a bunch of things like the new Jurassic Park game, or not game, Jurassic Park movie came out last year. He was in. He's also the Kingpin in Daredevil. He's uh, He was on the uh, Law & Order, uh, uh, what was it, IC? Or, oh shit, I can't remember. It wasn't Special Victims Unit, but it was like a different one. Criminal Intent, that was it, Criminal oh, okay. Intent. Um, haha, I got to it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so he's a great actor, something, but also he's going to be co-starring with, and he's also a great actor, believe it or not. Like, when I first saw him, I didn't even know it was him, and I was like, oh, that's that's that person? Meatloaf. I don't even know who that... Well, you don't I'm know who Meatloaf is? I know the name, but I, ha- I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that he's been in. I'll put it this way. Okay, so Meatloaf is a singer. Oh yeah, he's like hungry, hungry, burning love. Like he's got that weird, like he's like he's a heavy set guy, but he's got a good fucking voice kind of thing. Uh, but no, first movie I saw him in and didn't even know it was him. Fight Club. He's in Fight Club. Yeah, you know the guy that uh, Edward Norton uh, befriends, and he's like, I think it was like Bob. Bob has bitch tits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's big me- fat guy. Yeah, that's yeah. Meatloaf. Okay. And then Meatloaf plays Jack Black's dad in uh, the Tenacious D movie in the very beginning. That. That's fucking great with him too. So yeah, I I'm like this is it. to me I'm like this is fucking interesting. <laughs> I I'm already sold because I'm like Ghost Wars. Okay, what is this? But now we got like uh, these two people put together. So I'm really excited to see what this is gonna be. Um, you know, yeah. Here, uh, perfect example. Yeah, you just said Meatloaf from Fight Club, uh, Stage Fright uh, was in the movie. You know, so and a bunch of other people are going to be in this movie. Yeah, but it looks like it's going to be uh, on Sci-Fi. It was ordered for 13 episodes, so we'll see how everything goes. So Ghost Wars is actually was created by. Um, uh, I'm trying to find his name. Uh, Simon Barry. I guess he's also done stuff like. Uh, uh, Van Van Helsing. It was one of his thing. Killjoys, Dark Matter. So he's done a couple of other things. Z Nation. So the magician so we'll see what happens with this new uh kind of thing uh and then the last the last story is kind of a sad one this literally just happened yesterday so if you guys are tuning in it was on may uh 9th 
this no may 10th may 10th my bad may 10th uh kevin smith posted something up that was really sweet and really enjoyed and but of course we have uh the acting legend uh, michael parks has passed away now i remember he had some illness uh when they were trying to film yoga hosers uh technically the guy ralph garman who was the main bad guys that was actually originally supposed to be michael parks his part so um there's all that kind of stuff. And then I started going through and not realizing this is how dumb I thought. I literally thought the first Michael Parks film I ever saw was uh, Red State, which he's phenomenal in that. Like as much as Tusk is a bizarre like film and it's very like you have to be at a certain mindset or actually know what you're getting into before you see. But his fucking performance in that, especially him, like not even him being the fucking crazy guy when he's being that weird dude on the porch and him and Johnny uh Oh shit! What's his Johnny name? Depp. Johnny Depp are having that first their first interaction. Yeah, like his weird voice that he picked and just how he is and everything. It, it's like it's so it's just fucking like you know they're just both stepping up to the plate to be like oh let's just fucking chew this. Let's see scenery. how weird we can be just together and just completely weird. Yeah, but I, that I, scene was great. Yeah, but I thought my I thought that was but it turns out I know he I believe he was in uh let's see later years I I'm pretty sure he was in. Apparently he was in from dusk till dawn. Yes, that that was actually the first movie I actually saw uh, Michael Parks in. Uh, but yeah, he's had a bunch of things. He's done stuff with. He was like in uh, Friends, uh, Fantasy Island, uh, Dial M for Murder, uh, Return. Some of his early works and stuff of that. He was also uh, he was also in uh, yeah from dusk till dawn a memorable role. He uh, reprised in both Kill Bill Volume One and Kill Bill Volume Two. So. Uh, he did some grind, stuff in the Grindhouse on Planet Terror and stuff like that. So he's worked with Quentin Tarantino. He's done, like, so much stuff. And I know, oh, they even posted the thing. Uh, Kevin Smith, uh, his tribute actually is on this on this story as well that he posted or whatnot where he basically was saying, like, I hate to report that the, my cinematic muse, Michael Parks, has passed away. Michael was and will likely forever remain the best actor I've ever known. As both, uh, both Red State and Tusk for Parks, I love his acting so much. He was his hands down performance was you know incredible. So I'm not I'm not gonna read this because of course you. Um, but yeah, it's it was uh, it was like it hit and you're just like oh man because it is true like a lot of the a lot of people are getting up there and stuff like that. But I, I think his actually was an actual uh, a health health issue, a health issue and whatnot. But yeah, so uh, rest in peace, Michael Parks. Um, I will, like you're honestly that red state performance. His uh he's fucking good. Yeah, like, he's, if, an, he's if, a phenomenal. Like I said, if you like, we will be watching uh red state because Anna hasn't seen it. Um, but I highly recommend. I th I think it's still on Netflix, or you can find it maybe on Hulu and or it should be on maybe Amazon Prime and stuff like that. But definitely watch that film. Uh, it, it's basically it's like if you are like I hate Kevin Smith. I understand. Uh, he's uh he's a certain taste. Um, uh, but Red <laughs> he's State. He's an acquired taste. This, uh, yeah, he's a very acquired taste. Um, but uh, if you like, I would I just put all that stuff out of the way and literally just watch Red State. You'll probably be like, okay, this was really like freaking good. And I'm not even trying to give like like be like, oh, it was very good directed and stuff. No, just some of the actors in that that he got. Like he has John Goodman in that movie. Um, dang. Kevin uh, Pollock is in that movie as well and stuff like that. So it's really freaking good. So definitely, if you, I, like I said, I know. If you hate Kevin Smith, you might not look into it, but I, I say recommend. It. I thought it was pretty good, um, and stuff like that. So that will wrap up our uh, horror movie news of the week. So yes, now this is it. So why you guys listen to this? We know if you didn't get to see it early, Alien Covenant has not come out yet. It doesn't come out until May nineteenth. So we've already seen it. So with an, um, a a week in advance, with a bunch of other people in our state, and then whoever else got a chance have already seen it, movie reviews and stuff like that. So if you have not seen it, you want to see it, I will say shut this off right now. 
as soon as I get done with this, because we're going to do spoilers, 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 uh, I'll count down from five to one, and then we're going into the Alien Covenant movie. So, without further ado, kids, five, four, three, two, one, boom. All right. We got to see Alien Covenant. We've seen the trailers. We enjoyed this and stuff like that. Um, the alien is his father, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, what were you... I'll put it this way. We all know that this is basically apparently 10 years after Prometheus. Yes. Uh, is what they tell us in the theater, which I'm like, okay, gives me a background. But again, I'm going to have to rewatch Prometheus. Not because I was all like, I need to give it another shot. No, no, no. I, I enjoyed Prometheus, and I think you said you enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, granted, not, not I would consider, it's in the Alien uh, universe, but not an Alien movie kind of thing. But I, I enjoyed it, but I might rewatch it just to... Yeah, my comparison with Prometheus is it's uh, Rogue One to Star Wars. Like, it's the, it's the prequel to the to like the original movies but it's not technically considered a alien movie okay so that's a that's yeah that's a good way to put it so yeah so it kicks off right off the bat you get to see david again yeah uh david's in the beginning he's talking to his maker blah 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 all this kind of stuff actually you know what no that's not what i wanted to do i wanted to revamp this we're not going to go through piece by piece break it down so that what i'm going to say okay what were you expecting from this movie uh, like just enjoyment or like how they were going to tie things in together. And then w- with having that expectation, did it, did it go a different direction or was it, were you like, Oh, this, Oh, they're doing this with it. Like, what was your, like, what was your like initial reaction after you watched it? And now we've actually had like a day to kind of digest it. Well, I don't really know what my expectation was for this movie. I just expected an alien movie, which is pretty much what I got. Um, I will say some of the things that I thought were interesting um was just at the beginning they don't really tell you the time period Mm. after like how long it's been since the prometheus movie like how long it's going to be before like the original alien movie they just kind of uh like they mention it in the movie they say oh yeah 10 years ago then the prometheus disappeared blah 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 but it's not really anything specific um i did not expect david to come back um that's right yeah I did not expect, uh, I didn't, uh, hmm. I'm trying to think of, well, I didn't expect David to be as big of a dick as he was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, like, I, 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 I took a page out of Matthew's book. If you guys listened to our one episode of The Room where Matthew coined the phrase, uh, Lisa sucks, <laughs> which technically was from also uh, the Star Wars spoof they did on Saturday Night Live with uh, Undercover Boss. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yeah. they like, Matt, Matt sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, after the movie, I was like, David sucks. Um but yeah, we also got a brand new robot, and it shouldn't even say brand new. It's still played by Michael Fassbender. Yeah. But we got uh, Walter, which I, I was very funny because when you saw him, I was like, okay, he's going to be exactly like Davey. He's going to have his English accent. He's going, that's why they showed you him in the beginning. So you go, okay, I know who the I remember who this person is, yada, yada, yada kind of thing. And then he he put his own flavor on that one. He yeah. decided to not even speak English, but it was like almost like a, a – it wasn't like a Texan, but it was like a – it was a very, I would say it was kind of like a, a southwestern accent. Yeah, there we go. Like, he was very just like, yeah, all right, let's do this. You know, just very, just it was just like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. You yeah, know, and he's he's not very verbose. Yeah. Like, he's very limited with the words that he speaks, but when he does speak, it's a, like it's actually meaningful. Um, um, there, another thing oh. that I noticed um, that I pointed out to you before is David and Walter walk differently. 
Yes. Which I thought was an interesting way to differentiate between the two models of the robot. Yes, which they, they do. That's actually a clever, they do a something in the movie with that, which I thought was really ingenious. Uh, but we're, we're, we're talking just about what stuff. So um, I will say this, we're not, we're actually not going to spoil this for people. Uh, so if you're listening to this and whatnot, uh, you'll know what we're talking about, but everybody else will have to go see it. Uh, I forgot somebody was in this movie and it's not even for that long. I forgot they were in this movie and it just blew in that video and it blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I was all like, wait, fucking what? Like, oh shit. Like I, yeah, I can't. Forgot. And whenever we're watching it, I made a joke. I was like, oh, it's that person. I was like, wait, it really is that person. Yeah, so, I just thought that they got a look alike and it turned out to actually be them. Yeah, I was yeah, like, cause, I, cause I forgot, I forgot. I think I remembered someone saying that he was going to be in it, uh-huh. uh, but they didn't say like, part or like anything what he was specific, doing or anything yeah. so you're just like oh, okay but i was like yeah i'll fucking watch that he's another person that'll be like fuck he's in and i'll watch it because he's just right? fucking he's great so uh yeah so that blew my fucking mind i was like holy shit um just the new cast of characters i really like the, the dynamic and actually they kind of threw you into a big thing in the very beginning mm-hmm. like you know these people were asleep something happens they were trying to recharge something like a uh fuck what was it, it was like a so- solar like solar uh solar panels well they had solar panels but they were hit by like a solar wind or a uh, something that yeah, kind of some type of uh, uh, basically a weather thing happens. A storm, yeah, yeah. So like a like an outburst of a storm or whatnot happened, and it kind of damaged these things. But it kind of woke everybody up from stasis because, of course, Covenant is an Oz. They're one of those these colony people that are trying to go to uh, find a place. Like, of course, we're assuming Earth is destroyed, which I'm really trying to figure that out. Like, how bad is the Earth? At it that might point? Not have just been like overpopulated, so they're it, trying to shift some people it, around. It it could because again, I, I'm not sure because like if you think about uh, the original Alien. Uh, they're not smugglers or anything like that. Or, uh, they're not like colonists or trying to uh, do Yeah, anything. they're just miners. They were miners and they're on their way back to like, they need to get, obviously we're thinking they need to get back to Earth because I think they work for the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm fucking forgetting, Way, Wayan? Wayland. Wayland Industries, yes. Um, they were trying to get back there because I believe they worked for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could be wrong or whatnot, but I'm yeah, just trying I to... think it's the same company. But yeah, throughout. so it, yeah, well, I understand that. Well, because uh, they built uh, the robots and everything like that, which is just like this huge kind of crazy things and stuff of like that. But anyway, so um, yeah, so that happens. Shit goes down, of course, and everyone has to come out of stasis. But like, they had some big fucking deaths already in the beginning of that movie, and they start you off with this like kind of like already like, all right, this guy's the new captain. Yeah. He's like, oh, they disobeyed an order. And then the, his wife is like, right, where she's like, look, like, people lost people. This was a friend of yours. It's like, these, not only are you the captain right now, but these are going to be your fucking neighbors. Do you really want to go to a planet and be already fucking, like, isolated from everyone? <laughs> right. Uh, kind of thing. So he already has, like, this kind of, like, he's trying to do, he, and I get where he's coming from because he is trying to, like, some of the stuff he does, you're like, I can totally see why you're doing it. But you're also kind of like, like fuck dude someone's wife like husband just fucking died like you know kind of thing so it's it is a very challenging and you do see like he finally has that turnaround at one point which sucks because i thought it was very interesting they did a very good job to represent like how hard it is for someone to take to like step into someone else's shoes whenever like whenever you lose a captain like everyone has this respect in this um like like they just they really appreciate this other person and then the second that that person passes away like you have to figure out or the next person that comes along has to figure out a way to balance being like look i'm not trying to replace this person i'm just trying to take over their job and at the same time try to 
not step on anyone's toes to the point where they hate you. It's sort of like this weird balancing act of trying to figure out, okay, I still need them to like listen to my me when I speak and obey my authority, but at the same time, I can't alienate them because I need them to still like do it. I, I need them to still listen to me and not get pissed off. Yeah, and actually, a great example to throw that into is anybody who has to then take over for the next Doctor Who. Yes. You already have somebody that everyone's attached to, everyone loves of that, and you have to win them back over like every start of a new doctor kind of thing. So, exactly. So that's just, that's how I, I was all like, I, Anna said a lot of big words and stuff like that, so I'm going to dumb it down for myself. So yeah. <laughs> um, so they go down there, go to this planet, and then you soon enough realize that they're on pretty much the planet where the Prometheus ship went. Yeah. Uh, the Project Prometheus and everything. So you're like, okay, which we kind of already knew from trailers, previews, yeah. and everything like that. Uh, but they get out there, and it's just like, you mentioned something. You were curious where this place was filmed. Yes. I want to know, because there's this one shot where they're flying into, like, this mountainous area and just lakes and huge mountains everywhere, and it's gorgeous, and I really want to know where they filmed it at, because it was freaking beautiful. And I, I don't know if it was CGI or what, but um, I'm actually curious, because you see a couple different ways of um, how the aliens like are how the the xenomorphs kind of affect you and impregnate people and stuff like that so what did you think of the pollen type of xenomorph or the uh, face huggers almost i liked it i thought it was a cool new way because this finally actually started uh hitting me and like my theories and what i assumed that it's whatever like the alien the facehugger jumps onto. So if it's human, we get those the ones that kind of stand upright, the ones that are a little bit more like human, humanoid, humanoid like everything that. And then like I believe in the third movie, the alien actually attaches itself to a a dog, mm-hmm. and the dog has the chest burster in the prison. And I think that it's a more like dog like, like it's more down on all fours. It's kind of moving like a like an animal and stuff like that. So I was very curious. If it was like that. So the spores to me was just another way of like, okay, so if a spore hit like we saw what it did when it hit a human, but what if the spore hit another organism? Uh, you know, just kind of curious. But I did like that. I thought it was it's very interesting though because it's like because I do have some feelings about like how stuff happened in this movie. So mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool that they were white ones. Yeah, and it's like you couldn't see like the mouth. There wasn't really like. Anything there? Can, yeah, uh, well, I, I, just, I like how I covered the... my mouth to do. I was like, you can't really do it Yeah, with the little ones, podcasts. I kind of call them like pollen pods, but in my head, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, but that's exactly a great way to put it because to me, I would, just, I honestly, I would have been calling it the furry alien fruit. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think what you like the little kind of spores and pods and stuff like that, like they're, yeah, almost like a seed pod, yeah, uh, kind of thing. And it's, the po- ca- it's like pollen. It looks like out. pollen when it comes up, and then it kind of gets into your nostrils and into your ear or whatever if you like kind of rub up against it um but i kind of and then also there was one where it looked like it had infected like a mosquito or something yeah that he was looking at underneath the yeah yeah so jumping jumping ahead again like we said we're not gonna really no no no, no, you're fine no i wanted to get to the part like what we're talking about so if you guys saw the movie you know we're at it's basically kind of like uh you get to see because they run into david david apparently is alive uh, the cyborg from the first one, and he talks about Shaw. He's all like, oh, she was a great person. Da, da, she da, put da. me back together. She put me back together. And you're like, okay. And you're kind of like, you're sitting there going like, I don't know, last time, I remember you being an asshole in the first, you know, in Prometheus, buddy. Like, you were not... You were not a nice person. You were not a, a nice, nice android. You were, android. You were a bender. You were the, you were, you were the bender. <laughs> 
That's what they should have just called the Miss Bender in the in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Oh my god. By the way, oh my god. A Futurama, please, please. Come oh back my and just gosh, do that it. would be amazing. And do an episode where like Bender, like do an alien kind of episode, and Bender's like you know the robot kind of thing. Oh, that That'd would be, be just great. so fantastic. Um, anyways, yeah. So and you kind of see like how David was kind of studying these things, the xenomorphs and everything. That he was, and then he talks about, it and he has like all these things open, like he has like a like an egg just like cut in like so many different areas and you can see just like the process and the innards of like a face hugger and stuff but there was all these kind of cool things but yeah like he had like different animals like you'd be like oh this was like a squirrel or this was this but the different like xenomorphs it was like kind of helping my theory of that like oh okay so it is kind of like whatever they kind of they kind of take on some of those characteristics they mutate or they evolve based on whatever creature they yes. inhabit. So basically. I was like, okay, that's kind of that's kind of cool. So yeah, I did like that. I thought that was a really kind of cool like yeah scene. Um, I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. And actually, I was going to say, um, so but with the Paul, I was gonna oh, actually yeah, the pollen, yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask you. Um, I don't know with the pollen ones. Like I noticed that they, whenever they came out of the guy's like backs, yeah, and the yeah, one yeah. came out of his, his mouth, back. yeah, instead of his chest, like he literally just like split the guy's jaw off yeah. and came out. Like both of those were white, and I was curious if that's related to the fact that um, the original inhabitants of that planet were like white, like giants, and so because they maybe they still had some of the or the pollen pods had some of that residual DNA oh, in oh, them. Maybe, so maybe yeah, that's yeah. why those ones were white. And then the next I, generation I was assume, black. I was curious because it kind of came from a plant instead of like an actual being. I was curious if that was like why they were like a little bit more. Uh, maybe closer to what a xenomorph actually would look like if it didn't have an organism to. Uh, no, I, I wasn't getting through that. I was more like plant like with them, how they kind of seem more naive. They weren't like, like, cause when the one comes out, it's, oh, yeah. it's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But the other ones seem kind of like, like I don't know what I'm really doing. A I'm trying. More to, I'm feeling. Yeah, a little more trying to like. They're more like, um, like less intelligent. I guess I could say because like when the one finally comes out of the one dude, it's like fucking grows and it's like it's already fucking shit up. And you're like, holy crap! Where the other ones kind of had a little bit more of a like, like it jumped at the girl, but it took a while for that little one to kill the one girl. It was more curious than violent at first. Yeah. So, yeah, it, so I was more, like, kind of curious of that. But you mentioning that, it could have been, like, that. I didn't even think of that with the residual of, like, maybe DNA, you know, just from what happened. Because, I mean, you start learning all this stuff throughout, you know, once you get to that part of the movie where you're like, holy shit. So, like, David's been on this place, like, this planet for ten years. He was hoping someone would come. He mentioned that Shaw died. He had a grave. Like, he's trying to – he's showing you all this shit where you're kind of like – you're oh, feeling bad for like, him. You're like, man, okay, this guy's turned around. Like, he's turned over a new leaf and stuff like that. And then the one guy comes into the room, or no, the girl comes in. I'm trying to remember who comes into the room, but they see Shaw on the table with her chest open, and, like, he fucking tested shit on her with the aliens and stuff. Oh, it was it was Walter. Yeah, that's right, Walter. Okay, so, yeah, Walter, the other robot who's also played by Michael Fassbender, he comes in, and he's like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. this th this guy was trying to be all like, oh, no, I'm this, and everything like that, you know? And not to make a pun, but you kind of, you can see the gears turning. That's true. Like, he was just like, oh, fuck. He was like, just like, oh, shit. You know what he was thinking? He's like, you know, it's fucking robots like you that give us a fucking bad name. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I've done everything to help these people. I even lost my fucking hand yeah. to one of those things with the acid and shit like that. Um. 
So yeah, so yeah, he sees that, and then that all hell breaks loose, and then uh, you see like David, he kills uh, Walter, and you're he like, stabs oh my him god. in the throat with a freaking flute, with and you're flute like, really? And stuff, but then you see like it like kind of healed up, so I'm like, okay, Walter's gonna come back and stuff. But yeah, so the one guy who comes over to be captain, you know, he gets tricked into like like you kind of see that David pretty much created the xenomorphs is what I've gotten from this whole thing. Um, so, like, he basically genetically engineered them. He was just like, basically, he was like, I just need to find a better host, is what he was talking about. And then, like, you go in, and boom, sure enough, you see it, the eggs, you're like, oh, shit. And what I fucking hated, so, a guy sitting next to me in the movie theater was literally like, oh, my God. I can't believe he's doing it. And I'm just like, have you not seen any horror movie ever? Yeah, it's like... Like, I'm like, if no... Like, they literally were like, oh, this planet looks good. Yeah, but you know what? Let's wait. Let's not go down Let's there. Let's just Let's... go to the one that we actually know about, that yeah. we know for sure is going to be clean. Okay, cool. End the, of movie. Yeah, credits. You're like, okay, you gotta you gotta further the plot and stuff of that. So, like, I already knew what's happening. I was excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, this motherfucker's going to get a face hugger. Uh, which he did, and it was delightful. And then came... <laughs> And then came and then came the weirdness with me where I was just like, okay, so I'm used to chest bursters. I'm used to these things. I even pulled it up online and saw it. It's like these little worm kind of things. They're called chest bursters. It's what the they lay an egg in you. It incubates. Boom, comes out your chest, moves on, and then it grows into the xenomorphs that we know. So I was waiting for the chestburst. I was like, oh, I love these things. I don't know why I love chestburst. I think they're just a cool, weird design and they're stuff cute. like that. And they're just like, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, so um, it's just cool. So I'm waiting for that. And then it finally happens and I see like the head and it looks like a chest burster. And I'm like, cool. And then all of a sudden it starts becoming, it's like it already became a miniature like xenomorph. And I was like, okay, wait, what? So I'm like, I'm like, okay, were we just, are we just going like, we're not doing chest bursters anymore. Fuck it. We're just, or or we're running out of time for this movie. This thing needs to grow. Um, Or like you brought up a point. Is it the atmosphere or the planet? Is it something to do with that where they can grow faster or... Well, I think it's probably partially the atmosphere and probably partially just because of that evolution that they had that maybe because this thing... I think it could have been because it was so close to like the original virus that created these things in the first place. So it was able to grow faster and it was able to take the form sooner. And also this one had these weird spikes on its back. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was wondering about that. I was like, I I know they've had, I've known they've had that before, but then this is what I was also going to get into with that was the design of the alien, the xenomorph. It's no longer a guy in a suit. Yeah. Uh, And I was kind of worried, weary about that because I'm like, Oh, but like, since I only did like one, and but then again, I'm kind of honestly, I'm kind of really hoping I'm like, we need another like fucking huge <laughs> fucking aliens yeah. like, everywhere kind of fucking movie. Um, but like, yeah, but it being uh, CGI and stuff like that, I think it made it fucking even creepier, like just how it like sits yeah. and pouncing. But yeah, I was curious about that. Like, I wonder if those have always been there, but it was just more noticeable with this because like they were able to have it like shift its back and they moved and stuff. Because in the suit, they really just kind of were like wobbling, if, yeah. you, if we all want to be fair. Um, but it, it could be, or it could also be like, um, again, going back to, since it's closer to the original gene pool, maybe it pulled something from the old gene pool where it's like a defensive thing. Um, and that just kind of like slowly got bred out or they felt like they didn't really need it anymore since they have like acid blood. So it was like an unnecessary defense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different things that it could be simply because you really don't know that much about an original, like, 
yeah, original we, Xenomorph. Yes, which so, is, again, I'm asking questions of stuff that hasn't even, I don't know, there's probably, you know what, there's probably a bunch of people online that know more of this kind of crap than I do, but. And um, also, sorry, I just thought of no. this. I'm kind of curious if, like, the ones that had the white skin, if their skin is thinner than the ones with the black. If the black ones have, like, a shell. Oh, that uh, that's what I always assumed. I always assumed the xenomorph because, like, it's like kind of like an exoskeleton. Yeah, and uh, then like with the white ones, whenever it opened its mouth, it looks like skin. It didn't look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to watch this movie again. I know I'm probably definitely picking it up uh, when it comes out on the Blu-ray and stuff because I'm definitely gonna be like checking, like pausing it, going <laughs> like, okay, okay what's I going can, on? Look, oh, what's like what's going on? Just like the... just the uh, just the like how they looked and stuff. But yeah, that's a perfect and, like, example. And like the freaking labs and stuff. Like I want to just pause it and just look at all the stuff that David had. And just be like, oh, I thought okay. you were going to talk about the the other thing with David, um, where he communi- he was communicating oh, with a xenomorph. Yeah. And like, so there's one that like came out of like, so there's one that burst out of one guy's back. That was the first one. That one gets like killed off like right off the bat. Um, in fact, the entire ship blows up and they're stranded. There well, he ran out. That one ran out. You see him running out of the ship, but right before it blows up, so he oh, okay. was still alive. Okay, so that one was still alive. But then you had, um, but then you had the one that happened outside because the guy finally hit. He two people got infected like off of those spores, and the one that came out of his chest and like in this field, going like, "What the fuck is this thing?" And like literally, like the thing ran off and it comes back, but like it finally tracked every them down to the area that David brought them to because David ended up rescuing them. Uh, they go into this like huge kind of city and you just see all these that's another creepy thing you just see all these like bodies but you're not sure you're like okay but it's bodies but they're all kind of like decayed but they're all just like statuous like in this yeah. fucking town square and they all thing. look like the, it it looked like pompeii yeah yes there you go yeah per, there you go yeah <laughs> That's a better way of putting it than I did. Or, or, or... No, no, no. At first, I really did think that it was just a bunch of statues. Like, whenever, like, in Greek, in Greece, whenever they had, like, all the statues of the mm. gods and things like that, that's what it looked like to me at first. And then whenever I realized that they were people, I was like, oh, so it's almost like a Pompeii-type situation. Yeah, I was actually going to also bring up if you guys... Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what Pompeii's are. But for my for my video game geeks, it's like that uh, area in Gears of War 3 where you finally go to that <laughs> town that was hit with the uh, the hammer and everybody's just ash. Oh. So it's almost kind of like that where they're just like these statues or whatnot. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like, okay, so you get that. So one falls back and this girl's like, I got to go wash up after all the shit they've been through, yada, yada, yada. She starts doing that, and the one comes out. Now, I will say this, okay? Great great design, what happened to her. Like, she gets attacked. She gets killed by the one Xenomorph, the white one. I'm just going to be, like, the white one. Because, uh, uh, to me, Xenomorph is just the ones that I've already seen, the one with the cool exocalculate yeah. stuff. So, the white Xenomorph uh, attacks her. But they really, like, I don't know what they did. I think they spent a shit ton of money on the budget of her head. They must it, have. Because it looked really freaking good, and they kept showing it. Th- literally three t- different times I, exactly. they showed her head. And they I was like, and I'm like, you guys right. paid a lot yeah. for this. That's why you keep showing it. Um, but yeah, so like the one attacks and it comes out and then David's there and David starts kind of communicating with it. He starts. He looks at it and he stares into it. Like, well, I would say he stares into its eyes, but it doesn't have its eyes. Yeah. He stares at its head. And <laughs> he like yeah, but he's, breathes he's on trying, it. And it, like he sits there and he's breathing on it. But the thing is calm. The thing is like not provoked. The thing's not like a normal alien where it kind of would, it would literally do that thing where like it would, it come at you and like fuck with you for a little bit. But then it's like, all right, now it's on kind of thing. Like, it, like, like, but this, this one, one was this actually one was just like, like stopped. And like the body 
the body language of the of the xenomorph was relaxed. Yeah, it was kind of it's kind of really kind of cool scene. And then of course the one the new captain comes in, shoots the thing like, what the fuck's going on? That's when like David's like, all right, bitch, you fucked in, killed this, I'll fuck you up and stuff. So um, David takes him, yeah, yeah, he takes him down to the basement, and that's where that comes. Yeah, but it was just so like so interesting with like all that kind of. Uh, I'm sorry, stuff. I just thought of like he takes him down to the basement, and I just immediately had a flashback of Psycho. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will put it this way: if you're in a, if you, I know if you're if you're in a horror movie, and someone's like, oh yeah, yeah, come on in, I got a phone. Basement, down. you're yeah. If someone no. ever says, ba- just be like, no, like, yeah, just. This is Arizona. We don't have like, basements. I'm out. You never feel threatened. He's all like, oh, yeah, we got a phone in the den. Like, nothing bad has ever yeah. happened in the den, as far as yeah. I know. Yeah, never go to the attic and never go to the basement. In the basement, yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, two rules of a horror movie. But, uh, yeah, so that was really cool. But then you have, they finally get the distress call in. Uh, the the bigger ship is because there's still crew members up uh, like on their huge ship. They took, like, a small ship down. So they finally get that, and they come coming out. And, of course, when they do, all hell's breaking loose. So... David, who thought he killed Walter, Walter comes back and he's like kicking his ass and they're fighting. And he's like, I killed you. And he's like, they've made some upgrades. They made some upgrades. I just love that freaking line. It was so well delivered. Yeah, it was really good. So they get some kind of a cool robot, you know, fight. They start running out. And then all of a sudden you see finally Walter start running out after them. And then the xenomorph starts booking and jumps on the uh, the ship. Now, this is some really cool, like, xenomorph action, I will say. Because it's like not, not even like it attacking stuff and things like that. Just like how it was moving and grappling onto the the little ship they had and everything like just how it like oh it was just so fucking how it cool moved movie. was very uh, I was almost like that, cat-like yeah i was assumed that they're like cats like they're yeah. like a panther or something like that like that was one of the biggest things that i always felt like i think because uh, i know they did that with how i trained your dragon i know really jumping genres here but uh <laughs> toothless was based off of a panther like yeah. how he acts and how he moves and stuff so and that's what i always kind of felt with the xenomorphs they were very they were very cat-like um kind of creatures and stuff like that maybe that's why i like them so much um <laughs> unlike my xenomorph on the floor over there um <laughs> like very relaxed and, yeah he's just like whatever man just make yeah. me just he's make... like i'm the worst xenomorph ever and i don't care he's like yeah. <laughs> um of course everyone can't see what i just did but uh yeah so they're doing this huge like fight on the on the ship uh she's trying to get off and then i like uh the the i'm trying to remember the guy he's from west down and out westbound and out uh the hbo series he's been in a bunch of like uh he was in this is the end he's been in a bunch of stuff he's a very funny comedian and everything like that but yeah he uh... i'm trying to remember his name right now mm-hmm. i know he's in this is the end um but yeah he he's like he's the captain and there's one part where he's just all like fuck this i'm gonna like you know i'm gonna fry its ass or whatnot and of course we all know with the xenomorphs danny mcbride there we go danny mcbride yeah uh which i was also fucking blown away with i was like what he's in this like it's yeah. so weird when they see like i'm still i was still amazed that michael i totally forgot that michael fassbender was in this yeah kind of thing, i almost you know? forgot about it too. oh freaking the uh the replacement captain yeah billy crudup he's in watchmen he's dr manhattan Oh shit! No, what? Yeah, he did look familiar. I'm looking at yeah, this guy I was going like, like I know this guy. Okay, so yeah, they got some pretty good. They got some pretty good stuff at that. So. Yeah, and if you don't know him from that, then he's also in Big Fish. So. Oh yeah, he plays the. Uh, is he the son? Um, he is Will Bloom. So yes, I believe. Oh so. shit! Crazy. Okay. Wow, I own like two of his movies and couldn't even like recognize <laughs> his stuff because I have Big Fish. That's a good film too. That's not really horror related, but I do like it. Um, <laughs> it's just bizarre and it's great. I just oh, I just like. Well, actually, what I really liked about it is I before I saw the movie, there was a song by Yellow Card that I think is based off the movie. Oh, cool! Which I was like, 
oh, I think they wrote it like after watching a movie or something like that. But I was just like, oh, that's they really cr- freaking cool. Yeah, or it's po- quite possible that they approach several because they've done that before where they approach several artists and ask them to write songs for movies that and then they choose thing. the one that they want. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, that's a good one. I think it's called How I Go. Um, shout out to Yellow Card, yay. Um, like, they're like, you. <laughs> they're like, who are you? Yeah, who are you again? Um, but yeah, so that hell breaks loose and they finally get back on the ship, but we forgot that one of the guys was attacked by a face hugger. They got the face hugger off him and it burned like his face with the acid. And then all of a sudden it was all like something happened in Med Bay and we were like, literally everyone in the theater was all like, oh shit. Well, like, the second that the, the face hugger got on his face, so I was like, oh, he's done. Yeah, well, and then they were able thing. to get him off. Yeah, because when they off. when they cut him off, I think the what usually facehuggers do, they try to do every defense mechanism uh, not to be disturbed by laying their egg. But I think what ended up happening since they cut it, and it's like, okay, they're just going to rip me off regardless. I'm just going to plant the egg as quickly as possible, and then because usually when they plant their eggs, they die. Like that's like they're less like a you know wonder yeah. wonder kind of thing. And if they don't, then they immediately turn around and run back at whatever they're yeah, trying what to get they're to. Trying so. to get to kind of thing. Because I actually honestly don't know how long a lifespan. This is stuff. I like how I'm asking questions, which I can just research on the internet after the <laughs> show. Uh, the lifespan of a face hugger it never gets attached to anything. I'm very I'm very curious. Well, I uh, think that's why it has the egg is because the lifespan is really just to lay the egg and call mm, it good. Yeah. So that's probably why it has the egg and it doesn't get activated unless there's an organic living being nearby. Um. Yeah. So so, so yeah, so that gets on one guy. Then there's an alien on the ship, and they have to take it out. So uh, they kind of they kind of combined uh, they kind of combined a little bit of alien aliens in there, uh, where how they get rid of the alien basically. Yeah. Uh, but it was really kind of cool watching the alien like move around the ship, and they actually gave you the first. I'm I could be wrong again. This is the first time I've seen it, but the alien's actual vision. Yeah, that was the first time I've I always seen thought, it, I and I always thought the aliens were like an echolocation kind of thing. Like I thought they were actually kind of blind, like a sonar, like kind, a sonar. Kind of I, th- I think they mentioned that in the second movie because there were so many of them, and they realized that it was all just sound. Because they remember they shut off the lights, but then people get attacked and stuff, and they realize that it's it's based off of like a sonar kind of thing that they have. Um, so it was very kind of interesting. So I don't know if that was just it being like the sonar. That could have been because if you think about it, whenever they showed like the camera mm-hmm. point of view. It kind of looked like waves were going across it, so it could yeah, be using so, sound waves, and then it's creating this picture in its head. So yeah, but that was really kind of cool. But I like the part where it's like uh, Walter's watching it, and they're they basically came up with a plan, be like, shut these doors, shut this door. We're going here. We're gonna lead it into this thing, and basically blow it out into space, kind of thing. But they have like Walter Manning, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool. But it was really cool because he's like looking at the xenomorph, and the xenomorph looks back at the camera finally, and literally just goes boom and like destroys it. And even uh, Walter was like, "What the fuck?" kind of thing. Yeah. Like, so that was kind of like really interesting. Um, of course, then like we said, yeah, they trap it. It goes flying out into the air ducts. You're like, yay, evil is vanquished. And then... Uh, All the crew people start you know, going back, back into, into hypersleep. Hypersleep to get to their new planet. And then you find out that Walter is David. <laughs> which... I'm pretty sure you're not going to, I mean, if you, if yeah, you don't spoil how she figures it out. Cause I thought that that was a that very was awesome. interesting way to do it. So it just what, if you're still listening and you're the, you're first of all, you're dumb because you should just go see the movie and listen, then yeah, listen, to, then this, listen but to this. If you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. The way she finds out is just 
oh, it's yeah, it's, amazing. Yeah, that's actually, you know what? That's actually worked out because we didn't even talk about that throughout the entire yeah. thing. So I did, yeah, that was ingenious. But of course, we'll talk about what we, like, we'll talk about. What we learned today. Well, yeah, what <laughs> we learned today. Uh, don't fucking go on, a sh- on any planet, apparently. Yeah. Um, no, so we're going to, of course, like we always like to do, we like to give you guys the reviews of uh, two websites online, and then we'll go ahead and do our review. Um, but of course, so IMDb, uh, they gave it a 7.6. Uh, and then let's see, Rotten Tomatoes. I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it a little bit more, uh, but we'll find out. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh no, kind of like the same amount. So yeah, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a uh, seventy-six. Uh, they don't have the critics or not the the audience. Well, uh, yeah, because it hasn't been released. But yet. Uh, people who want to see it is ninety-eight percent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah, so uh, average rating is about a six point three, seven point five. So I'm like, yeah, you know, okay, I can see that because it is, a, it's an alien movie. Um, so Anna, we'll talk about what you really liked in the movie, and then give your, you know, what you want to give it. So what do we want to go with? We want to go with five out of five uh, white alien xenomorphs, or uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of a good one for pollen pods. Oh, there you go. Five out of five pollen pods. All right. So Anna, <laughs> how did you enjoy this movie and whatnot? I really did enjoy it. Um, it. It really kept me engaged through the whole movie. The scary part, it went back to the first movie in that whenever it had like the freaky parts that like were meant to startle you, like it made me jump and not just because I was being jumpy. It was because it actually like the way it built up the suspense and it didn't hold the suspense for too long. It built it up and then hit and you every time it made me jump because even though I knew it was coming, it still scared me and it went, it, it completely went back to like the original alien movie in that sense. No. Yeah. And you, you brought up a good point because there is a part in the scene where like it was, uh, it's like the face hugger comes out after the one guy gets him on the ground. The other guy freaks out like, Oh my God, cuts it off, you know, and everything that. And it's literally like a split second of like, Okay, we're okay. And then the one guy just looks up and goes, "Oh fuck!" And you see his and face, then, and you just go, "Oh!" You, in your then, brain, you go, "Oh shit!" And, and then, then the one guy turns around, and then you see the full, like, grown xenomorph coming to, and you're like, "Like, so it was literally just like this." Hey, we're out of the. Hey, we're out of the. Oh shit! Like you literally yeah. had that thing of like, "Okay, we're out of the woods. Let's get the fuck out of here," kind of thing. So they, I think they did a very good job of that. Of not like, um, like you said, like they just gave it enough amount of pacings for shit. Where you were like, fuck. And um, even whenever the the egg originally opened and the the new like the the sub captain went over and was looking into it, like you you knew it was coming, but just the timing of everything was yeah. just perfect. Where you're just like, okay, when's it gonna come out? When's it gonna? Oh shit! Like. <laughs> and actually, another good one was the one with the shower. Uh, yes. Two of the crew members are in the shower in the ship uh, at one point, and then you they're like, they, yeah, you, yeah, they put well, yeah, the boobs. But uh, I thought you said boop, like the little beeping thing. They actually did the thing from Alien, Alien. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it had like everybody on the map, and you could see the one moving, and, and it was you like, could hear the blip sound like, of like, yeah. So yeah, two of the crew members are in the shower, like you know, getting it on and whatnot, and it was great because like you could you saw the tail come up. And then immediately the girl jumps back and the tail went away and the guy's like, what? And then all of a sudden she looks up, you see the alien just boom right through his like, like right through the back of his head, back of his head kind of thing. So it was very good. Like they didn't, they didn't let it linger. It was literally like she saw it, 
split second of like, this guy's dead, now I'm going after you. Yeah, it was probably um, about two. Uh, I would say the shower scene was about a minute and a half, and within that minute of the half and a half, they were able to fit everything in there, like them, like that. They had the couple, and then the girl feels the tail. She looks down. She sees it going away. She looks up, sees it. They comes through the glass, and then the guy's dead, and then it shows the girl screaming. She slips, and then she's dead. Like it's yeah, yeah, so. It's not yeah, like, overly fast paced, but it's enough of a good pace. Yeah, they did a good job with like the the scare factor and the fun factor and the twist factors in this movie and stuff like that. Um, okay, um, I'm sorry, I keep like interrupting your, no, your spiel. Um, but yeah, and I thought that uh, I thought that it did a really good job connecting Prometheus to the rest of the Alien movies, yeah. and it actually like it makes me like Prometheus more now because it like it's. It kind of gives us like that whole background of okay, like I mean I know a lot of people hated on Prometheus, but it yeah. really was needed in order to get to this point, so you could say okay, like this is how kind of everything progressed, and this is yeah. how everything connects together. Well, I think a great thing they did with the movie was the fact that like I always kept thinking like we were going to find out where where the alien aliens came from, like mm-hmm. what what you know did what made them. What, now I even have a couple more questions because now I'm like okay, well then how does it become like when did they get a queen alien? But then and the fact that when you when you find out watching this movie that it David fucking kind of created it, yeah, you're like, oh, holy fuck, which makes me start to wonder a lot with David, which I do want a little bit more of his backstory and stuff because we got a little bit of it in this movie, but I have a feeling that he killed uh, his creator. Yeah, he might be the only android to ever do it. I think kind of thing, but I have this like this one feeling that he yeah, was yeah, because like, he basically said that like whenever they were talking, like he was talking to Walter about it, and Walter was like, "Well, what was our creator like?" And he goes, "He was human." And just the way he said it, it sounds so disappointed. Yeah, and like it was just very, very interesting. And I think you're right. I think he might have killed like the. Oh man, I want to change the rating system now. <laughs> To what? To uh, five out of five, Michael Fassbender making out with Michael Fassbender. Ugh. God, that's, I, I, that's I'm, I'm, too long of a. I don't even care. I'm system. gonna put. Uh, that was. I could believe that when they like that kissed. Was weird. I was like, honestly, I was like, man, I knew I was getting an alien move, but I didn't know I was gonna get hard. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, if Michael Fassbender can make a baby with Michael Fassbender, that'd be a beautiful baby, <laughs> right? Or maybe, oh. Benedict Cumberbatch and Michael Fassbender making no, no, a baby. No, no, okay. Back Do- it up. No, anyway. Doctor Strange. All right. No, that's anyway. fine. But I'm, I was just more the fact that it was just like Michael Fassbender was making beautiful. out with himself. It's nuts. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! I was literally like, man, I know I smoked before coming in here, but fuck this. What's happening? Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. A little little blood rushed in my dick. So, um, I was like, yeah, you good, Fassbender. Um, you know how you like it. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, that's a, that was actually the other thing is like Walter just looks so confused through the entire thing. He's like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" Yeah. And anyways, but um, um, yeah. But anyways, so yeah, just the pacing was good. Uh, the aliens I thought were very very well done. I thought it was really interesting to see like the actual like the pollen. Yeah. The the pollen pods instead of the normal like thing. You know, actually, I was kind of wondering about that. I was like, well, how would they do it if they didn't have like the face huggers kind of thing? Yeah. Like, how would they, you know, infect things? So that kind of answers that question. Um, but which makes me wonder now with the pollen, because uh, when they go to that one planet in the original Alien, and it's all that dust storm and everything like that. I wonder if that's just all just like pollen just kicked up in that storm. 
Could be. But wouldn't they have all been... No, they wouldn't have because they all had protected suits on. The only reason why the one guy got... Uh, uh, he got the face hugger on him because it broke through his thing. The glass. That's it broke right. Through his glass and then it was keeping him alive. That's why. And of course, it's like, well, he's already getting infected now. So whether or not the spores get into him doesn't really matter uh kind of thing but i'm now curious about that because they had to do the they had to do corn yeah you know Uh, i just thought about it right now thinking about it because of the pollen and everything that so now i'm just kind of curious because i'm curious where's that planet because i kept thinking that was that's been the planet that was the planet that everybody it uh, could have been though because remember those the terrible storms that were going on already. Oh, that's right. I mean, you know what? Maybe so it maybe is. it was just like a combination. Oh, of that's those right. And they did find and they did find that big the big creature. Okay, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Yeah, so it could Answer have been. Question, yeah. Kids. So it could have been a combination between the pollen destroying just anything that was biological and just the storms that were going on in general. Like it just completely just demolished the entire planet um, over time. But. Yeah, what about you? Like, you didn't really. Oh, no, get a I, was, to... I was getting into my thing because I figured we'll do so. Uh, I'll do my spiel and then we'll do our rating. Okay. But, no, I liked it. I loved it. It was fun. It's uh, exactly like, again, like, I don't expect much from movies uh, anymore and some of that. I just like to go and have a good time. But this was this was fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I uh, had just enough, like, great information that I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, I want so many more alien movies. Like, yeah, right? Like, yeah. to build so much on these. I have never been so excited about an alien movie in a very long time. Like, whenever I first saw the alien movies, I was like, holy crap, these are amazing. But now I'm like, I want more of this shit. Yeah, I would love to see another one. Uh, Ridley Scott uh, going back to direct. Um, that's why I'm really looking forward to Predator. Uh, I'm really, like, honestly, if you want to make an alien versus Predator movie, like, again, re- vamp it or whatnot, fucking get Ridley scott and shane black just like fucking collaborate don't give it to some fucking person who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing just be like yeah. all right this is what we're doing kind yeah of thing. This, it's these are their movies yeah so give it to them and let them work out the details just fun but uh yeah so it's covenant is great um if you are a huge alien fan you uh i'm gonna say you should enjoy them I mean, we saw it with four other people or not four other people like six other people uh we all enjoyed it and stuff like that um, I had a blast. It was fun. I like doing this premiere. I'm kind of hoping we can do more for these movie screenings because I would love to get a lot more horror movies, like current ones under our belt to talk about this. But yeah, yeah Alien Covenant, I enjoyed it. Uh, go ahead and check it out, kids. Uh, but I'm going to give it a, probably about four out of five uh, pollen, uh, pods. pollen pods. Um, I mean, it's a it's a good movie. It do- What I like about it, it's a good movie, but it doesn't really hurt. That's what, like, I can't really compare it to any of the other ones. Because it had so many elements and stuff like that. Like, I know a lot of people love the second one because it's more of an action movie. I personally love the first one. I think the first Alien movie is just fucking on point with horror and everything like that. And actually, the third one, I mean, a lot of people don't like it, but uh, revisiting that shit, you're kind of like, you know what? This is, this is, this, I like it. It's, yeah, I, re- I haven't rehashed it yet. So, <laughs> um, but I mean, again, we just watched uh, Covenant, so I'm kind of thinking, like, gotta watch, we might just do, uh, an alien uh, month where we'll watch the rest of the ones that we haven't seen and uh, then talk about them and stuff like that. Um, but just give like a little bit of review, but yeah, so that, yeah, I give it four, four out of five. So you, I actually, I was going to say four out of five as well. Cause I felt like, and I agree with you. I like both the first alien movie and I love aliens. However, I like them because of different reasons. Yeah. Like they're completely different movies. And I felt like this movie took literally took Prometheus alien and aliens and kind of fused them all together into one movie and made its own, like, with its own story arc, but still took element, the good elements from each movie yeah. and kind of combined it all together. 
so, so yeah but it was, I yeah, it was fantastic it's fun so yeah go ahead and check that out kids um if you listen to this if you didn't see the movie um uh, again we that's gave you, on you we gave you spoilers <laughs> and everything like that but um of course before we wrap up the show you can find us at b horrorcast on twitter and instagram also don't forget to follow uh us on facebook uh, like us on facebook go to www.facebook.com backslash not another b horrorcast and if you have anything you want to send to us or whatnot or stories or letters or uh things you ghost want to talk stories. about ghost stories or just things you like movies you want us to go check out or yeah, uh, stuff like definitely. that um you can contact us uh on uh Gmail, uh, you go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. Uh, all one one thing, just send us stuff, we'll get them, everything like that. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I was going to mention? I think that's it. Oh, I uh, want to give another shout out to uh, the Geeks Who Eat. Uh, go ahead and check out their webpage. These people, yes, they'll put out stuff and you could win movie passes. So definitely check out the blog and you get to learn some cool fucking things. In fact, And you get to learn some really good recipes along fact, the way. In fact, this weekend, when I have to go food shopping, I'm actually getting the recipe to make the, uh, the breakfast alien eggs. Uh, awesome. that I did post on our Facebook page. So I'm going to go ahead and try to give those a shot and all that kind of stuff. So there's so much stuff you can do. They're actually going to be coming back on in June at some time. So hopefully they have more stuff they're giving away. We'll guys keep you posted and whatnot. But yeah, all you have to do is follow us and you can learn about all this. Like, look, doesn't take you that much to follow us. Doesn't uh, doesn't hurt you. In fact, uh, we, you're, the podcasts are free, so it's not even like we're begging for money. And we, we basically want to give you free shit. That's what we want to do. Yeah, pretty much. So, Just, yeah, if you, follow, if you like our Facebook page, you can find stuff well you can find an opportunity to win free shit on our facebook page yeah so, so and if we get enough likes we actually will probably be sending out free shit so oh that's you i thought that was uh, no oh, sorry that was me banging um, against the chair but uh yeah so that's gonna wrap up this episode of not gonna be horrorcast sorry it was a little late this week but at least you still got an episode and until next time carpe noctum This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.